Hey guys, welcome back to the Lefinity tokenomics series. Today in part three, we're going to be covering voting and bribing. Previously in part two, we covered VE Lefinity and how the, the longer you lock your Lefinity tokens, the more VE Lefinity you receive. Now, VE Lefinity is going to be the token we're going to use in our protocol for voting. So let's take a look at how we can um, give Lefinity tokens additional value through the voting power that VE Lefinity has. So if you look at what governance looks like on most DeFi protocols, you'll notice that there's very little participation. People just aren't motivated very much to participate in the governance um, because uh, good governance requires that you spend time researching the protocol and the proposals to change the protocol in order to make good decisions. But normally people aren't rewarded for um, making these contributions. Um, and therefore people just don't vote. They don't do research and they don't vote. Um, however, there is one major exception and that is when people do get rewarded. Um, and the most prominent example of this um, is with a protocol on Ethereum called Curve and um, the related curve wars. Uh, so what Curve does, it has standard liquidity mining, as do many DeFi protocols. Um, but what they do differently is they allow um, their token holders to vote where the emissions of their CRV tokens go to, which pools get how much of the CRV emissions. So when they first did this, it was totally non-standard. Um, typically, a protocol's team will decide where the emissions should go. So they'll say, all right, we have this one pool and this one's pretty important. So let's give it a large portion of the emissions. We have this other pool, but its token's not that important. So we'll give it much less emissions, that kind of thing. So Curve turned this on its head where it enabled its token holders to control which pools get the emissions. Now this is great because the voting power then actually has um, real monetary value. And this um, power is so valuable in fact that other protocols started bribing um, the token holders to vote for their pools. So, so for example, protocol A would have a pool for their token. So token A paired with USDC and they want curve emissions, uh, CRV token emissions to go to that pool because if their pool has more token emissions, that means more people will want to provide liquidity to that pool because they're gonna get rewarded. And so basically they're indirectly incentivizing their pool by bribing um, the token holders to vote for their pool. Now I'm gonna be using this term bribe fairly often. Um, I know this word tends to have a negative connotation, but this is a term that's stuck in DeFi. It's a common term now. And uh, in this context, it doesn't mean anything bad. It just means paying somebody who has voting power to vote for your pool. Um, and in fact, this was set up with this intention in mind. 
So um, all in all, it's actually a good thing. Now, we're not going to be doing any liquidity mining as we explained in part one. However, our pools are going to have Lifinity emissions. Um, that is, each pool will have different amounts of Lifinity that will be sold as VE Lifinity um, in exchange for people's LP tokens. So again, this is how um, Lifinity is going to be acquire, acquiring its protocol-owned liquidity. And so um, the default option would be the team decides where or which pools get how much Lifinity that they can sell. But we think it would be a much better way to enable VE Lifinity holders to decide uh, which pool should get how much Lifinity tokens. So that's what we're going to do. And uh, this will essentially give VE Lifinity holders an additional source of passive income um, from other protocols willing to bribe them to um, direct the Lifinity emissions to their pools. So I want to give a visual overview of how this is going to work. So in this image, uh, the first step is we have the user delegating their VE Lifinity to a voting program. So this voting program will optimize um, the voting with the user's VE Lifinity such that it maximizes the amount of um, bribing rewards that the user gets. So first it delegates its votes. And then step two, you have the protocols um, bribing uh, the people who have delegated their votes with their protocol tokens. Then step three, the users receive the protocol tokens um, from the bribes. Um, and then finally, the voting program um, actually executes the vote with the delegated VE Lifinity. And this will determine the allocations of the Lifinity emissions from the Lifinity's treasury to each pool. Now you may be thinking, okay, this sounds great for VE Lifinity holders um, because protocols are paying them to vote, but why would the protocols want to bribe them at all? Um, like they're they're paying VE Lifinity holders actual cash um, for their voting power, so they need to be receiving something that's um, at least equally valuable or more valuable than that. So let's see why this is the case. So the first reason that protocols will want to bribe is that it has the potential to create buy pressure for their token. So for users to acquire VE Lifinity, they need to exchange their LP tokens for the VE Lifinity. And to create the LP tokens, they need to pair two tokens, and one will be of the, the bribing protocol's native token, and it'll probably usually be paired with USDC, maybe sometimes with Sol, for example. Um, but so to acquire the LP token, that means that they first need to acquire the protocol's um, token, and not everyone will have that token. So there's a good chance that they're going to need to buy that token, and that's where the buy pressure comes from. Now also, I should explain that since all our pools emit VE Lifinity, if people are going to buy VE Lifinity, um, they don't really care 
what LP tokens they're going to be exchanging for the VE Lafinity. The only thing that they care about is getting the largest discount on the VE Lafinity. So this means they should choose the pool which currently has the largest discount. And this is going to constantly change because when somebody buys VE Lafinity from a certain pool at a certain discount, that discount is going to decrease after they make the purchase. And this means that different pools are going to take turns having the largest discount until eventually all pools allocations are eventually bought up. And so um, any protocol, um, it doesn't matter the demand for the token really. There just needs to be demand for VE Lafinity and they can be confident that their pool's um, allocation of Lafinity sold as VE Lafinity will eventually be bought up. And this is why they can um, expect the buy pressure for their token. The second reason is that when Lafinity acquires the LP tokens of a protocol's token, it'll mean two things for the protocol. First, it will permanently secure liquidity for their token on our platform. And then second, it locks up a portion of the circulating supply, um, which is good for their price. And then further, since Lafinity concentrates its liquidity, that means, this means that they won't need to acquire as much liquidity as they would need to um, on a constant product AMM or using the LP tokens of a constant product AMM. And as a side note, if a protocol already owns liquidity for its token, for example, in the form of LP tokens <clears throat> on a constant product AMM, then they can simply transfer their liquidity to Lifinity. And then their liquidity will then be concentrated, meaning it'll be able to provide more liquidity, even though the dollar amount of the assets hasn't changed. So for example, um, if their pool on our platform is has 50x concentration, this means that with the same assets, they'd be able to pro provide um, 50 times greater level of liquidity. Or put differently, they can provide the same level of liquidity as on a constant product AMM with just 1 50th of the assets. The third reason why protocols will want to bribe VE Lafinity holders is that securing liquidity in this way is actually cheaper than using protocols like Olympus that offer protocol-owned liquidity as a service. So to recall, this is when protocols sell bonds of their tokens at a discount in exchange for LP tokens. Um, to understand why we're cheaper, um, the best way is to go through a, a numerical example, and this is what I do in the article, but I don't think it'll work very well in this audio format, so I'm just going to skip to the conclusion. Um, in summary, when you use protocol-owned liquidity as a service, you first of all have to, fit, have to pay the full price of the liquidity that you're acquiring. So you're providing the full amount of capital that will be required to get the LP tokens. And on top of that, you also have to pay a fee to the service provider. So that would be Olympus, or on Solana we have for example, Invictus, 
um, in Soshin. And what we're doing flips this model on its head. First of all, we get rid of the fee. And then on top of that, we actually provide capital for the protocols to secure liquidity for their tokens. Of course, they're contributing it to it somewhat too, because they're, they have to provide capital to bribe the VE Lefinity holders. However, the bribes will always be less than the capital for acquiring the liquidity. Now, a difference from the way we do it compared to protocol-owned liquidity as a service is that um, in our model, we end up owning the liquidity, whereas in protocol-owned liquidity as a service, the protocol itself owns the liquidity. However, since when we own the liquidity, it'll just remain on our platform forever, providing liquidity, um, it'll serve its purpose just the same. So I guess other protocols will not be able to put that on their balance sheet and show that, hey, we actually own these assets. Um, the amount of liquidity that's being provided on the market will still be the same. And as a final side note, I understand that for some protocols that they might not like that thought, that they, they are securing liquidity, but they don't actually own it. And for those protocols, that's fine, but they can still utilize our services by um, using protocol-owned liquidity as a service, but instead of using LP tokens of constant product AMMs, which would require them to acquire much more liquidity because it doesn't have concentration, they can use uh, Lefinity's LP tokens, um, and that will make for greater cost-effectiveness. And then finally, protocols also have a different strategy. Um, so instead of bribing, what they can do is just straight up buy VE Lefinity. That way they actually permanently own voting power. So then they can um, constantly vote for their own pools. So this approach has a trade-off. The benefit is that you just pay one upfront cost once and then you can vote forever. On the other hand, the amount you're paying um, is probably going to cost more if you compare it on a how much voting power are you acquiring basis. So yeah, different protocols have different needs, but I think we can benefit pretty much every protocol that wants to um, create liquidity for its token in one way or another. Finally, we want to make a note on um, these Lefinity emissions that we've been talking about. So we want to set aside the majority of our Lefinity emissions to be voted on by VE Lefinity holders. Um, but we want to set aside 10% to be decided by the team. And the reason for this is that we think there are going to be key liquidity pools such as, for example, BTC USDC or ETH USDC, for example, that no one is going to be bribing for. Like, for example, there is no BTC organization that's like, hey, it would be really great if we got BTC USDC liquidity on Solana, make it really deep. Um, no one's really motivated to do that. And so no one's going to be bribing, bribing for that pool. Nevertheless, um, since it's such a major token, 
it's going to have a decent amount of volume. So it's important that <clears throat> our protocol has um, a bunch of liquidity for that token pair. And so for token pairs like these, we want to set aside this 10% of the Lifinity emissions for the team to decide uh, where it should go. Now it's not guaranteed that the team will always use this 10%. Maybe sometimes um, there won't be any such pools and then we can just uh, leave it all to be decided by VE Lifinity holders. But whenever there are um, these kinds of important pools that no one's going to be bribing for, um, yeah, the team will have this portion set aside so we can have uh, liquidity in all the key liquidity pools that we have. All right, that's it for part three. Stay tuned for part four, where we talk about how Lifinity um, is going to use the revenue it generates to reward VE Lifinity holders and grow our protocol on liquidity. Thanks for listening.